All right, welcome. Generate next. Oh, that didn't sound too good. That voice there cracked a little bit like Peter Brady. I'm G Cope. Hey, Rob. Cope, Cope, voice over there cracking like he in puberty. Like him in puberty. I'm still young, brother. I'm still young. <laughs> in my mind, I'm still. still like you 14, 13 years old, man. Like the Brady Bunch and shit. Forever young, forever young. Yeah. <laughs> so it's two of us today. We're rolling. Um, let's hit a couple subjects. But before we do, I just want to say this. What's your take on Christmas lights? What's my take on Christmas? Lights. The Christmas lights outside your house. Do you have them? No. Okay. <laughs> do, you, um, do you want? No, if I, if I wanted to, I'll put something up. But I've, I've had right. it before. Mm-hmm. And to me, it, I'm not in favor of it. And I, you know, I don't disapprove of it. And I don't approve of it. Whatever you want to do is cool. Right. I think it does bring a little brightness to the season. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You used to ride down the street. You know, here in Wisconsin, I'm here in Milwaukee area in West Dallas, we got Candy Cane Lane. Uh-huh. You can donate to that whatever, to the Mac Fund or whatever. They, um, and you can just drive down blocks and blocks and blocks of streets where it's light. So if somebody want to go all out with it, I'm in favor of it. If you don't want to do do anything, hey, that's cool with me. I have put up lights before. Right. Especially, you know, when your kid's young and whatever. Yeah, you put them up. You do, you do right. it for the kid. When you get a little older, you like, the hell with it. So yeah. what's up with that question? Because I got, we got lights. We got just white lights, the white lights. We got the net the, uh, on the bushes, the nets, and then around the door, white lights. And then the reef has lights on. And that's it. But everybody else around has got all these colors. The people next door got like Jesus in the, you know, in the thing, yeah. the snow deer, the reindeer. It's like every time uh, they start putting up next door and I put the net lights on the bushes. And then the next day, it was like they had more stuff. And I put the door, the lights around the door. And the next day, they had more stuff. And I, that was so the I competition still, And what I had to do and run out right before, when I, when you got on, and I said, I got to run out for a second, I had to turn on the lights. Because I said, I got to turn on the lights before the neighborhood committee come get me and tell me I ain't, I ain't doing Christmas right. <laughs> That's my joke. That's my joke. Got to turn y'all, the lights on. You know what? I, I, I like seeing some good lights, though. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Some people go all out. To me, mm. plain and basic is the best way to rock and go. In a sense, for me, I mean, I like that. When it's too much, it, it, it kind of yeah. it takes away it takes away from something that could be outstanding. Right. Yeah, but you know, shit. We 50 years old now. I know, right? I but you got, you got, you got little down. kids. Yeah, you yeah. got youngsters. Hey. Yeah. It, it brightens up the mood, man. It brightens. Yeah. It's just I watch people cross the street on the on the roof and put them on. I'm like, dude, you gonna man, them things gonna be up there till July. Watch, ain't nobody gonna take them. Hey, yeah, sometimes folks leave them up all year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so and just hope they work when you when it's time to plug them in. You know when when Christmas come again, man. Yeah. So thinking uh, talking about Christmas, you know, hey, Christmas came early. The elections finally, we can wrap this election thing up. The election episode. Election in Georgia. Raphael Warnock beat our favorite boy. <laughs> and I beat that for our favorite boy, Hersa Walker. <laughs> I guess. What are your thoughts right. on, on how that whole thing played out? What's my thoughts? Yeah. It played out the way it should have played out. I think that Georgia is confused. Um, but 
they're similar to a whole bunch of other other uh, states. And of course, there's a this mob thing, of course. But yeah, I think they got some issues down there to for for a guy like Herschel Walker to honor that many votes is ridiculous, in my opinion. But that's why it's a so-called democracy. You can vote for whoever you want to vote for. And right. it's against your, against your best interests. Go, you know, goes against you coming up and being successful and, and whatnot. I'm glad it's over with. We don't have to hear, see Herschel Walker anymore. Um, yeah, I'm glad it's over with. I think it, it panned out the way it should have. And I think Georgia's going to be like this in the upcoming elections too, though. It's going to be... Right. It's going to be going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I don't think Warnock should have been through what he been through. You know what I'm saying? I really don't it think should it should have been, been that close. The quality yeah. of candidates, it shouldn't have been that close. But, exactly. You know, exactly. And I sent you this earlier. That, that, did you read those percentages, the thing that I sent you? I did. I did. It's just no matter how qualified the candidate, white people are adverse to voting against black people, even if that black candidate is, is more qualified. And I know people will hear this and say, well, Herschel Walker is black too, but really he's a tool, you know. Okay. I'm not gonna go so far as say he's not black. He is a black man. I'm not gonna disrespect him being a black man, but he's a black man that lives in a white world and he, he's a tool and he he's a puppet basically. Um, yep. So they'd rather have that puppet because they'll just say, Herschel, vote this way. Okay, Herschel, vote this way. Okay, Herschel, do this. Okay. And, and that's that's the thing. Like, overwhelmingly, and, and I'll read this real quick. 81% of non-white people in Georgia voted for Warnock. That means Black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever it may be. 81% voted for Warnock. 70% of white people in Georgia voted for Herschel Walker. They just... That's the story that it tells you. But if you if you look at it though, man, I think that's just a um, that's this country. Yeah, Republicans gonna vote Republicans regard Republican regardless. You know what I'm saying? If it's against their best interests, if what they're gonna vote Republican regardless. It's just they that's their party, man. That's how it is. You know they. And we send out clips to each other about when they ask questions, you know, they'll, they'll go interview some rallies or whatever. Yeah. And, and these folks contradict themselves 85, 90% of the time. They don't know what's going on. I think yeah. it, it's just that I think when it comes to female rights, um, that's, that's a huge one right there. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that so I yeah, it just it baffles me, man. But that's just the way it is. It doesn't surprise me, man. It doesn't surprise me. That it, it, I'm glad it's over though. I'm glad it's over too. I'm glad it's over too. And I'm glad he gets. I mean, that man went through like in the last two years, like four. You know, he had to do the primaries. Um, so you talking about like six elections in in, in two years? Right. Because he he did Unnecessary, unnecessary, and just like um, I saw a clip. Uh, Fox correspondent, what's her name? Last name Ingram. Oh, Laura Ingram. Yeah, she yeah, Ku Klux Klan. Ku Klux Klan Ingram. Yeah, and she she had mentioned something to the fact of 
why does the Democratic um, counties or areas in Georgia or almost everywhere when it's predominantly Democrat, why do they vote come in so late? Because for a minute, Herschel was up. And you remember I right. text the group, I said, man, boy, 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 this, you know, yeah. this is looking crazy. But they were still counting ballots, of course. Right. And she was asked a question like, why, you know, why does it take so long for these, you know, um, Democratic areas to get their votes in, you know, to, to tell their votes up and send them in to whatever. And um, when you have over 300,000, 500,000, a million votes. In a county, in a county, yes. It's yeah, so, then a rural area that got 35 people. Come on, lady. She knows why. She's just playing the game. This is right. how they stoke people. This is how they stoke that fire, that misinformation, the, 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 the intellectual dishonesty. That's what I like to call Fox. It's a station of, uh, of intellectual dishonesty um, because nothing they really say is true. You know, right. it, it, just, it plays upon fears and the hate and, 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 and the racism of people. And that's how they get the viewers to keep watching. That's how they get the viewers to vote. And this woman, and here's the thing, if you're supposed to be news, right? And everybody has a slant. MSNBC has a slant. I don't know where CNN is going nowadays. Um, you know, everybody has this thing. Fox has a slant. And I get it. If you're a conservative news station, okay. But you can't call yourself, what are they, the most honest news station or whatever, the forward news station. And you got your TV personalities saying we, how did we lose this election? How do we, how, no, you're supposed to be neutral as, as, a, as a, you know, as an anchor. And she's saying we, like she's the Republican party herself. Like they, they ain't even trying to go pretend like they go both ways or pretend like they're bringing in. Oh, no, 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 they're not, they're not neutral. They're not moderate at all, man. So yeah, I found that like she started it off. She was like, I know this is a dumb question. This may sound like a dumb question. It really was a dumb question. Yeah, you know, it was. And she knew it, but she yeah. just had to say it. No, you know, and, and I, I saw some clips today, you know, kind of how they treated the Britney Griner thing, Fox, and wondering why Britney Griner got out and, you know, why, you know, this Marine was still stuck, you know, and you're being dishonest once again because they were held for two different reasons. Brittany Griner was being held, and congratulations to Brittany Griner for getting out. Brittany Griner was 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 held as a basically a criminal. The same thing as the arms dealer was held as a criminal. Now he spent eleven or twelve years in jail. He's been in jail for a while. He's been in custody for like fifteen years, and I think yeah, he's been absolutely yeah right yeah, yeah. he uh, a twenty five year sentence. Um, yeah. So he did time. So it's not like he just got there when she, when Brittany Griner got there. He, um, she was a criminal. So in Russia's eyes, it was criminal for criminal, right? Because the U.S. branded him a criminal. Right. Brittany Griner right. branded as criminal. This Marine, the, the Russia sees him as a spy, as espionage, which is a higher crime, which is why they refuse to let him out unless the U.S. gives up more, more things or they're trying to get more. So Russia had already told him, this guy's not gonna get out right now. You know, we're not gonna let him out, but we will negotiate with you on, on Brittany Griner. And for Fox News and all these Republicans to be up in arms that, and they like to say, did I send you the clip? I didn't send you that clip. I meant to send that one. A basketball, a professional basketball player is let go 
over a Marine. And I think one of Fox's people, I think the guy's name is Ducey, said that to the press secretary. A professional basketball player was let out and, and, and she stopped him and said, an American. She's not just a professional basketball player. She's an American, an American was let out. And you know, there it, it's just totally dishonest. We know what's behind it, it's racism because none of those people, they're upset about this one guy getting out, but it was complete silence when Trump let out 5,000 members of the Taliban, let them walk free. Nobody said a thing. And then he invited members of the Taliban to Camp David. Did we forget about that? So See, I, didn't even, I didn't even know that. Yeah. I didn't know he said, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that was definitely yeah. the rug, man. Yeah. But we're not upset about that, but we're upset about this, right? So you, you're playing these politics because Brittany Griner is a woman of color and she is LBGTQ. So now those are their two main targets and this is, they let the hate go. So what do you think about the whole Brittany Griner situation in, in, in your opinion? First and foremost, she was, I know that law is law. Right. You know what I'm saying? Law is law. And I have the mentality over here in the United States, you know, how marijuana now is, shit is vastly used. Mm. Um, it's getting being decriminalized. You can go, go to the store and pick it up. You know pick what I'm saying? Yeah, you so pick we, it up. We, view it, we view it differently over here. Um, I know law is law. I think she was held long enough. They could, you know, they try to make an example out of her. Russia had an agenda. Yeah. They had an agenda. They knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it was overkill. I really do. I think it was overkill. I think that she probably went over there multiple times with that. Oh yeah, no, and they knew, they knew it, they knew it. They would be waiting for the right time. They used her as leverage to get him because they knew she was high profile. She's African-American, she's LBGTQ, and they knew that the people on the left were going to press and press and press and press, right? So it was a smart play by Russia. It was was definitely a smart play. Hey, you know what? You can't put anything past them, cast over there. Right. Right. And we need to be cognizant. Those of us go back and forth over there, our intelligence. Mm. We need to. We need to try to stay one step ahead of them if possible. You know, right. I'm I'm not near on the level of saying what we need to do, but we do have intelligent folks over here who make those decisions or whatever. We need to stay one step ahead of them. It seems like right. at times they're ahead of us. Um, if it comes to the elections and it comes to, you know, they just yeah. all that. But here's what I think. I mean, just like we hear about the things that they do, I'm sure we're doing a lot of stuff over there. I mean, let's be honest. Let's be honest. We have got, we have actors, as they call them, overseas doing things. And I'm sure in the eyes of other government, those actors are, actors are considered criminals, war criminals, you know. To think, you know, I'm not going to, say the man was spying or anything like that, but I'm not going to say he was totally innocent. I don't know. Like, I mean, it's not out of the realm that somebody who was a Marine in the military, right? you know, you could have been over there spying. I, I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. You if, know, you but, spy, if you a spy, if you a spy and you get caught, yeah. that's on you. Yeah, That's on your government then to work something out, you know, right. or whatever, because you knew, you knew the, the what was going on when you when you signed up for it? You know what I'm right. saying? You you knew the risks. 
the reward, if there are some rewards for you, I don't know what the huge rewards could be. You know, that I won't go over there and try to spy. Well, some people will say, I'm doing it for my country and all that, you know. And, and you some know, people like the money. Some people, they probably get paid good money, you know. Yeah. Who knows? But everybody has their own reasons for doing it. Everybody has a price, but my price, my life doesn't have a price on it. Yeah. And my freedom, there's no well, price for it. Well, you're not going to do it for this country anyway. I wouldn't do it. I mean, what they Hey, unlike Chris Rock said in one of his stand-ups from back in the 90s, I support the military. We need it. We need the military to protect us and whatnot. But I ain't fighting. No. But I do respect them. You know what I'm saying? I respect, I respect, them. respect, I respect them a lot. Yeah, I respect yeah, them a lot. 100%. 100%. But I ain't fighting. No. <laughs> no. I'm glad she's coming home. I am. I'm glad she's coming home. Um, I know she learned her lesson. Yeah, you know, I know. Keep, keep, click. Well, another back factor to that is the fact that they don't get paid enough in the WNBA. The fact that they have to go overseas in the offseason and play to earn that extra cash, you know, that's bad too. But there's a reason why they don't get paid enough, though, because I don't know if they bring in that much revenue. So if you're not bringing in that much revenue, you, you can't pay. Like, if you, if you own a company and you got a couple of employees, and you just barely, barely, barely making ends meet. Are you gonna pay your employees top dollar? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. you're gonna be in the red. And you yeah. won't be, you know, so I don't think they generate enough revenue. Is that it? For, but, aren't they tied? Aren't they? Enough? I don't know. Aren't they tied to the because I know I don't know what they're making now, but I remember the last time I heard they were like between 80 and 120, 180 and 120,000. They'll be in the, I mean, they're not in the top 5% making over 100000 But if you're making eighty to 120000 a year, and you've been playing ball for like four months out of the year, five months out of the year, that seems like a livable wage in my opinion. But you got to think about this. You're not if making I'm, but, but see, if I'm from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I grew up in my home is in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I went to University of Wisconsin, and then, you know, I get drafted by Seattle, and I'm making eighty thousand. I got now. I got a place in Milwaukee, and I got to rent a place out in Seattle, which is an expensive city. You know what I mean? It's like you got to think of it that way. Well, How I much are like, really getting paid? I think then that's when you have to have some financial literacy. Why do you need two places then? Why do you need two places? Because you know that you could be traded. Right away, and then you got to go to the next I understand the aspect of it, though, but you have to, hey, maybe. I understand that aspect of it. That's, that's a good point. But I might just have to make a decision like, hey, I want to come back home to Milwaukee. I'm not going to have the most expensive apartment in Milwaukee. Right. I'm not going to have no, the most yeah. expensive. You know, you can't live out your lifestyle. Like I said, you got to have yeah. some financial. You know, it, it's all about, it's like a business. I was talking to my niece about this a week and a half, two weeks ago, about business, about financial, um, personal finances, whatever. I believe they should all be taught in school. Start at a young age. You know what I'm saying? So you got your revenue. If you think about finance, you got an income statement. You got your revenue. You got your expenses. At the end of the day, you want your revenue to outweigh your expenses. It's just like your bank account. I was telling my niece, hey, you get your check, put up at least 10%, at least. 
and don't touch it ever. Mm. And never spoil it. And just don't touch it. And then don't go buy these Yeezys unless <laughs> you can afford it. Don't, you know, you got your little credit card. Don't try to spend on Even if you can afford it, don't buy. Even if you can afford it, don't buy them joints. I'm just, no. Yeah, I, I, know I agree you. with you. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. <laughs> these young kids nowadays, they love them. You know what? They wear them a couple of times, don't wear them no more. But I'm just like, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's common sense to most of us. But a lot of us, we see the glitter, we see the fame. We like, like I, was, I was looking at something about Jay Z the other day. They say when Jay Z didn't have that much money, he would dripped out and go, big mm. earrings, flashy clothes. Now you see Jay Z in a dingy t shirt. Yep, yep. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, you know the value, you know the value of it. Yeah. Exactly. And I understand, you know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, your, your hard on money. If you want to go buy, I would say a hundred dollar pair of shoes. Me personally, I'm not spending over eighty bucks for my for some Adidas. But you know, but you know what that you know what that is though, it's when you got that much money or when you got it, you know you secure in your mind, so you don't need to put all those extras right. out there to make people think you got exactly. it. Exactly. Let exactly. me use the NFL as an example. Look at Mar Jackson. Look at Cam Newton. You never saw them with gold, but if you put up a de- uh, like a, a defensive end or something like that, them dudes always iced out like uh, Zedarius from uh, used to be with the Packers, Minnesota. All that crap on yeah. they got all that stuff on there. Them dudes got all that stuff on there, but the guys at the top, you don't see Russell Wilson. You don't see all that, right? That, you know right. Like I remember speaking of chains the other day. I'm watching CD Lamb go in motion, uh, and he got a chain. Why he going in motion? He tucking his chain. <laughs> That's crazy. Why are you wearing them to play football? And you know the chain costs some money. Oh, are you, are you gonna be like a uh... a key to lease snatched up? Who was that? The dude that played for San Francisco, Crabtree. Crabtree. Yeah, that's the chain. Like, hey, this is my chain, punk. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have some financial literacy. I mean, you can't live out your means. It's easy yeah. to do it. It's easy to do it. As black people, man, we spent a trillion dollars, uh, you know, on some frivolous stuff, man. And I know we all like nice things. We all like you know we all, we all have our something that we like to do, spend money on. If it's like going to the strip club or going yeah. to a bar, like I couldn't even imagine like. I've never been this person, but I've seen people at a bar throw away like a hundred dollars. That's crazy. You know, in in a couple of hours, and then be mm-hmm. back there, like be there three times a week doing that, and that just that just makes this illogical in my opinion. But to each his own, man. To each his own. Right. Like I'm trying to teach my niece, and she's learning though. She she only sixteen, junior um, in high school. Hey, you want your revenue? So that's basically your income coming in, whatever stream. It's nice. It's, it's good to have multiple streams. Multiple income streams, yes. To, to outweigh your expenses, whatever. If it's a food expense, if it's a rent expense um, or housing, if it's mileage or transportation expense, clothing, whatever that expense is, don't be in the red at the end of the month. And then consecutive months, you know what I'm saying? You can't pay your credit card. Now you got to borrow money. Put your money away a little bit. Buy a little something that you like. Reward yourself. 
ain't saying be super frugal, but be cognizant of what you what you um bring it uh, in. I'm little, yeah, I'm a little frugal. I will say I'm a little frugal. I ain't gonna lie about that. I, I, I don't I, like I, the flash. I ain't never been no flashy dudes. I don't care right. about the car or nothing like that. I, you know, I don't want that extra car. You know. Pay an extraordinary amount of car bills, you know, car payment, things like that. My car been paid off for years. One hundred and sixty-five thousand miles on it. I keep it clean. My man rolling with the Beverly Hillbilly. Uh, Beverly man, Hillbilly yeah, truck. exactly. I got my mama on the back of it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm like, Granny. I'm just saying. Yeah, so, and, and if you making. Six figures, 150, 200,000. Mm. There's nothing wrong with treating yourself, but at the same time, right. don't leave, don't, don't still put away 10% and mm. don't live out your means, man. Have yeah. some financial literacy. And I think we all need to start learning that at a very soon as we can start counting numbers and adding, subtracting, mm. and multiplying, dividing. We need to learn about bank accounts. Yeah. And well, yeah. learn about some, some security like stocks and bonds and all that. Yeah, you know. yeah, my kids, my kids, I got them debit cards, um, and they get paid for chores weekly. And right. it's like, if if I have to ask you to do it, I'm not paying you. You got to be able to do it, and then you get paid. You know, you get paid right. the next week. We're right. doing like that, and even in their school, which is good, they have um, the the school's named the Eagles, so they have what they call Eagle Bucks, and so they give them Eagle Bucks at the beginning of the year, and they pay rent weekly. For their for their desk, you know, like a little paper, right, you know? right. And then they like whenever they do like good on a test or they do a good deed for somebody, help a teacher out. Then you get eagle butt, you get paid eagle butts, and so that's how it, that's how yeah. So they're teaching them financial literacy right there. That's, Kids that's don't realize perfect. it, but they're but right. they're learning and creating those habits. Yeah. That desk they're leasing or renting that desk. This is yeah. not yours. Yeah, you know, you you need it. You gotta pay for it if it's like a dollar a day or whatever, fifty yep. cents a day, whatever. That's good, exactly. man. I, yep. I'm a firm believer in that, man. I'm a firm exactly. believer in that. Exactly. Um, so what was the other one? Uh oh, who's whack? Financial. Swag. Since we're talking about finance, and Dion took that five mil. Who's whack? Who's whack? Yeah. Yeah, we circling, we circling back to Dion. We circling back yeah. to Dion because more news has come out since yep. we uh I'll let you handle years. this. You you put out the latest latest news. How, how you want to attack this situation? Because again, we, we had our thought, we had our thoughts again last week. Again, we, I want to reiterate this. Mm -hmm. I'm not mad that he took that job per se. Right. I feel I'm a supporter. I'm not gonna lie, man. I've been right. a, a Dion supporter since he was at Florida State. You know what I'm saying? against Michael Irvin in Miami way back in the, in the 80s. Um, I'm going to support him. I still feel that he hyped up the HBCUs, specifically Jackson State. Right. Um, sold the kids a dream and then bounced. Right. However, more news has come out. I've come out since then. And it sounds like Jackson State. And I, you know what? I'm trying to do my research, but you don't know. You don't want to put that, yeah, yeah. You don't, yeah. You don't know what everybody has. They spin has they people that put right. little things out there to, to get their side of the story, out. right? However, um, I heard items were coming up missing often. I don't know if this is true. His sons 
vehicles were getting broken into. But that goes with the territory. If you do it's, your research, it's Jackson, enough, it's Jackson Mississippi. Exactly. Exactly. So if you do your research enough, you should know what you were getting into. Right. Um, I'm all about safety. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm all about safety. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to be in an area. If I know this club is getting shot up every other week, I'm not going to that club. Right. So I understand that aspect, but I just heard that he wasn't getting support from the school and some right. of the some of the uh, staff, like he had mentioned, the stadium is sold out, sixty thousand people, but only twenty eight thousand tickets were sold on the books. Yeah, I saw. What yeah, happens yeah. to the other? Whatever happens to that? What happens to the other thirty two thousand dollars? I mean, thirty two thousand dollars, thirty two thousand tickets. Right. I don't know how much they sell a ticket for. But that sounds like a lot of money. But if you add it, if the tickets are fifteen dollars, twenty, ten, it still adds up to a lot of money. If that's right. five or six home games, um, I just heard that you know he wasn't getting a lot of support from you know the athletic director, the president, trying to trying to trying to um, pay his 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 uh, coordinators and coaches and whatnot. So I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not one of them cats. But some cats came out with like, "Hey, I hope he fell." I can't do that, you know. That's not, not my take. Not not a black no, because we need as many black coaches succeeding, no matter what. Right, right. Um, yeah. So I'm gonna support the man. Who knows exactly exactly what was going on behind the scenes? Um, is Dion gonna come out straight out and give a press conference and say, "Hey, this was being stolen." They weren't going to pay me this. I mean, I'm sure he brought in a lot. I, I wanted him to stay like at least another four years, to be honest, man. Right. I wanted him to, to end up playing like a, a Wisconsin right. eventually in uh, a Georgia. Probably get whooped. Maybe, maybe not. But I want well, to even 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 put it to the point where, you, where you're playing Ole Miss and Mississippi State. Mississippi State. Mississippi State's in the same city. And it's yeah, right. Right, you know, but uh, it sounds like he he uh, he didn't need the money. No, you know. However, his coaches probably did. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, Zimmer, Zimmer Mike Zimmer. Yeah. yeah, Mike Zimmer. You know, you got um, who he who else did he have there? He had somebody else there as a consultant. I can't remember who it was. I can't remember. But he had a couple. He had a couple of NFL guys who who went there as as like consultants, basically. And you you want to pay those guys. And you and I will say this because everybody's saying you know the resources, the black college that him leaving. You know he left for the money, and now he left Jackson State. What Dion did in in those three years was enough to me to Jackson State because he got them on the map. He he got ESPN to pay more to. Um, ESPN came to a black college uh, for game day for the first time ever. Right, right. What I also heard in all this, we got to put some onus on ourselves too, see. Somebody put out a stat that said that um, only like 11% of HBCU grads give back to the university. You got to be a booster. That's how these colleges got the way the boosters give back. You got to be able to give back. You got to be able to give back. 
People who graduate from Wisconsin give back. People who graduate from Marquette give back to the basketball program. People who graduate right. from Alabama give back. Ohio State give back. We got celebrities, actors, actresses, all these people who went to these schools give back. Doctors, lawyers give back. Like you can't uh, complain. You can't complain and, and put all the onus and all responsibility on one man who didn't even go to an HBC. Right. You can't put it on him and say, oh, you abandoned us when you're not giving back yourself. I agree. I heard he reached out to some high-profile entertainers um, to, hey, anybody, whatever you have, you know, mm -hmm. like I heard Strahan helped them get new uniforms. and Right. You know, so there were some that some, did. Yeah, yeah. Well, Strahan went, went to a black college, too. Right, 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 right. So... They paying them five million a year, approximately. Okay. At Colorado, compared weed to three hundred thousand, we is legal. <laughs> hey, that's that's a hard. That's that's. I don't care if I do have forty. Cause you know, the more money you 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 have, the more money you want. The more money you mm. earn, the more money you want. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. Dion didn't need the money, but they threw five million on the table for him. Yeah, you can't turn that down. That's hard to turn down. That that's hard. Turn. That's hard to turn down. He has a challenge ahead of him, and I think he 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 likes the challenge. Yeah. Team won one game. You know what I'm saying? Team, hey, they quarterback transferred all you know into the transfer yeah. portal. And here's the so, thing, but I, I can't say this though. What makes this Colorado situation unique? That I believe Dion will be the third black coach in a row that they had. Because they had Mel Tucker. Remember, Mel Tucker left them to go right. to Michigan State. Right. And then the right. next guy, they had the next guy, and then he, they weren't that good. And now Dion comes in. So it's not like Colorado's not used to having a black coach or, or negotiating around those things. So Dion might be in the right place. That might have been the right choice because it's not like there's extra scrutiny because he's black. Right. Because Colorado been through that already. Right. Mm -hmm. He's not the pioneer of having a, head, head, a black head coach. Right. Um, I wish him success, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. And it sounds like a lot of these four and five star uh, players from high school want to mm -hmm. go there. In addition to these current college players who uh, sit behind a couple of stars, like in Alabama or something. Mm -hmm. like, hey, man, I know I got some time to play. I'm just on the, you know, I'm stuck on the depth chart. I'm speaking with two, yeah. I'm thinking three years, man. He might turn that baby around, man. Well, let me tell you, this kid, who was that? Was that y'all we were talking about? Like 30 kids from Alabama into the portal? Right, right, right. Because these are five-star dudes sitting on the bench, and they're like, no, I got to go, you know. I got to get to, I got to, I got to. That's why Saban's probably going to get out the game soon, because now you can't hold on to all that depth. Yeah, yeah you can't, man. And then um, I think one player tweeted, hey, coach, um, so many words, can I come play for you? From mm -hmm. Alabama, who's sitting on the bench? Hey, can I? You got no. He said you have room for me, so yeah. it's gonna be some turnover. I mean, yeah. like, did you see the, the looks on those players' faces when Dion was talking to them in Colorado? Because they weren't good enough. You went they one of eleven. Yeah. They were sitting there just stunned, like they couldn't, mm -hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, he was serious. A part of me think he came the wrong way. He came the wrong way. Yeah, he, he came. came. Yeah, you know, because he got. But it's, it's almost a mind test, though. He wants to see who gonna. 
hear that speech and automatically jump to the portal because that tell you you don't you don't want that dude right now. I don't want you. Yeah, I want to be doing his thing. Well, I want to wean out these weak, mentally weak cats. Yeah, get some as he said, get some dogs. Say I'm working some dogs with me. Well, that's like I'll, I'll use Wisconsin. They got the new coach Fickle. Automatically, Graham Mertz, Mertz the quarterback, hit, hits the portal before they even got the OC. They get the OC, and it's like air raid. This is the dude who likes to throw the ball. Like you right. didn't wait to see. He was trying to tell you you gotta wait, wait and see. He left. The dude from Milwaukee, Miles Burkett, said he's staying. There you go. There's your dog right there. Right, right. So yeah, it, it'd be interesting, man. Um, I think the portal is gonna balance this stuff out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like you see the Alabama ain't gonna be the same Alabama that's been dominating for like the last 15, 20 years or whatever. Well, we already saw what happened. The depth the last two years, the depth is yep. going down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's even the playing field, man. I Dion, in my opinion, it depends on how many stars they lose down there in Jackson, Mississippi. To me, he left the the college in a good place. Right. Football program. However, are you gonna lose these stars though? You know what I'm saying? Are you gonna like quarterback leaving with him? Of course, it's his son. Well, the wide receiver leaving too. The five star wide receiver. Yeah, leaving too. yeah. So that that and and his other son, who's the who's the safety? He gonna safety, him, so. right? I heard though. I read some some today that his son, um, I think it's Shiloh, yeah. uh, the safety doesn't really approve because he he transferred from South Carolina. So he, they said like he wasn't really in favor of going to going to Colorado. Colorado, right? I'm sure he's gonna go, but maybe he's thinking like I don't like the way my father moved moved the situation. Well, he left South Carolina to come to uh, Jackson, right? And now you taking me back uh, to to Colorado? I get it. It's like I could have just stayed in South Carolina. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Then, yeah. So we'll see, man. I I support the guy, though, man. Uh, Yeah. If you you think about it. Every move that he made to me was calculated. Yeah. When he was in college, when he was in the NFL, changing teams, the way he marketed himself, him going to Jackson State, putting them on a the map. You can't do nothing but congratulate him throughout his career. Um, so I have faith in him. I have faith that he, he's making the right move with it. And when you got these top players want to play for you, that's half the battle. Right. All you got to do is coach them. It's around them with positive males, yeah, positive people. Um, and all you got to do is coach them and put them in the right position that they talent speak for themselves, speak for itself. So, well, I hope it works out for them. It's gonna be interesting, man. It, I, I think in a couple of years, it's gonna be a, a whole different Colorado, Buffalo. Well, he, and it was also a calculated move for this that people don't really realize. Colorado's in the Big 12. Who just left the Big 12? USC and UCLA. So now that's that vacuum. So it's, it's basically you in Oregon right now. Right, right. Maybe maybe Utah. Utah's good. Utah's good. But it's less. You know, you don't have to climb the UCLA's. Both the UCLA and, and USC were top top 15 teams. I think they may be they may be back though. They might try to come back to are they both coming to the Big Ten? Both coming to the Big Ten. <laughs> they ain't they ain't coming back. That Big Ten money, not it, that Big Ten money is not just um football though. 
Yeah. Uh, it's basketball. basketball. It's right. wrestling. Women's volleyball. Penn State and and Wisconsin are playing. Female, I think that, uh, yep. Yeah, Email, um, yeah. I think Penn State, Wisconsin, Nebraska, all those are top top teams in volleyball. You know, volleyball is big out west. Like it's it's a it's a good move because Big Ten got that money, they got that network, right. they got every you know. Hey, I think that was probably the biggest mistake Notre Dame made when they affiliated themselves with the ACC instead of the Big Ten. Yeah, you know, because hey, that's the right Ten, in that region. The Big Ten gonna have how many colleges? <laughs> Fourteen. 14. Right. Yeah, but but they've been having they've been having more to chance since Penn State came in, so it don't right. yeah it don't really matter right. now. But I'm thinking like when it comes to football, they might be in there for a rude awakening. You know what I'm saying? When you get the Big Ten schools and you know they got to come and travel. Well, that cold, yeah, that cold weather. So here's the thing: you go to Michigan, and then the next week you go to Wisconsin. You know that's cold, cold. Like you know, and then mess around and go to Ohio State. Ohio State, yep, yeah. yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? So then you might got to go to Illinois. Right. So, yeah, it, it's cold. It's cold, man. No indoor stadiums. <laughs> those cool. So. None of that, yeah. But we'll see. We'll see how that work out, you know. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he thought about it. He, he, hey, good luck to him. All I'm not hating on him, man. I wish him luck. I'm going to support him. However, like I had mentioned the other day, and maybe it's bigger than 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 him just bouncing from an HBCU that he hyped right. up to try to get those. Maybe it's bigger than that. Maybe more is gonna come out. Um yeah, I don't want to sell you a dream. Come here, come here. I just set the table with my parents. You ate dinner with my parents. You know, you, well, you got yeah. me there and then now you gone. But it happens though. It does happen. I don't know how many coaches sell kids dreams. Well, it ain't but here's the thing. Colorado got to be careful because in three years, the guy in Florida State is doing a good job, but you never know what's going to happen. And in three years, the guy might be out to Florida State. But he a Florida boy, you know, you know, went to Florida State. Yeah, that's true. Or yeah. Texas or, you know, because he don't he live in Texas now or, or recent, most recently he lived in yeah, Texas. Yeah, Texas. Yep. Yep. Texas might come a calling, you know, hey, you never know. You never know. I wish him luck, though, man. I just yeah. I wish him luck, man. With some luck, De- uh, Devontae Adams caught a body on, 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 on somebody there. Oh, did he? Yeah, the dude was holding him and he caught the ball with one hand. Caught, caught a body. Uh, I was probably your boy. Um, that dude was horrible. He gets so much hype. Number five, what's his name? Oh, Ramsey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's garbage. Ramsey didn't get burned like a mug, man. But that's been hey, like for three years. Oh, yeah, for a while. For a mm-hmm. while. I've been noticing something, though. Oh, that, don't be saying that. He don't like that defense. I didn't say anything. The, dude, on third and two, they had that man playing 15 yards off the ball. He hey, don't like what, that. Tell, who we talking about? But you know he got that in it. And he keeps talking. Who, who, who we talking we about? We talking about Jair. We talking about Jair. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, you hear what he said? You hear what he said? I can't they believe I gave up a to that scrub. scrub. And he felt bad about it because that's his boy. He, 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 yeah. he texted him and apologized. Yeah. But I've been noticing, you knew where I was going with that. Yeah, I knew you were going with that. I've been noticing, he didn't come up with the interception, though. That's the D coordinator, though, man. Yeah. That's the D coordinator. They don't like that defense. Like, I'm going to send you something, and it shows everybody's defense, and it breaks them up into four uh, zones. Um, Predictable coverage, not a good defense. You know, predictable coverage, good defense. Uh, Unpredictable coverage, not a good defense. 
unpredictable coverage, good defense. And it, it, I'm going to send that out to everybody right. because it, it, Packers are in that predictable, not a good okay. defense. And they're not a good defense because they're predictable. Huh? A D-back like him likes to get physical, yeah. who can run, who got some good hands. Right. Man, he should be damn near bumping running. Almost. That's not he what they want him to do. That's the that's the that's the D coordinator. Yeah. You had well, the other dude got hurt, Stokes. He got hurt. I, I get yeah. it. You got to play a little bit different. But you, even when they had them both, you got two both two dudes who run four three, like four three two. Bump, physical, both of them have the same exact skill set. And you playing off the ball, you playing zone. What you doing, man? Right, right. Yeah, that makes no sense. I remember, like, I played them D-back. You did too, man. Yeah. If I knew I could out-muscle, out-physical somebody and I could run, I'm trying to get in that grill the whole time. You ain't catching no slants on me. You ain't catching no little three yards. And you ain't running by me. Well, I was gonna bump you. I was gonna be physical with you. Hey, you, you, well, you weren't gonna just go get past me. I'm gonna be physical. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You know that's how the media, like you said, it's a defensive coordinator. I just know, I just know he's been getting, and they all, you know, what I'm saying they all get burned. They all get. They all get it. They all, they get, all get burned. But, but to to me, a good defensive coordinator, and this is what makes the dude in New England one of the greatest of all time. He plays to what his talent can do. Right. If you're if you're better at bump and run, he gonna play that man on you. If his guys are better at zone, he gonna throw that zone at you. If they're better, if, if the team is better suited that year for four or three, that's what they're gonna run mainly. If it's better right. suited for three four, that's what they're gonna run mainly. He's gonna switch it up, and he may switch it up during the season. He don't. Too many coaches have this philosophy, and they try to make the players fit the philosophy. Instead of making the philosophy fit the players, yes. You gotta, yeah, you you have yes. to, you have to, man. You gotta have players, you know, geared toward the player skill set, because otherwise you are gonna have them doing some shit that they like, subpar doing. Instead of, and that's one thing I like about um, um, Cowboys coordinator over there. That's bad. I'm, I'm um, they were in, they were in a predictable but good, which is not good though. They were predictable but good. Pre- predictable but good. But when you become predictable, that's what happened with them with the Packers. The, the dude, the twelve. If you get the dude like twelve who can think, then then he's always a step hey, ahead of you because he knows what you're gonna do. With the Packers, though, we go on and on and on and on. The Packers had a good game plan against Michael Parsons. They had a very good game plan against Michael Parsons. However, again, Cowboys were up by fourteen points in the fourth quarter. And they they continue to throw the ball, man. What's this? But ever since then, they've been toting that rock more than they've been throwing it. Right. I think I think um um coach tapped the defense offensive coordinator on the shoulder and be like, hey man, we got to start running this ball, man. We got to start. Why why would you continue to pass? I think they threw the ball fifteen times to eight runs. When they were up by 14 points or something like that. What makes no sense. And you, you got a dominant running game. Right. But here's what I say. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad about the Packer game. This is why Dallas shouldn't take the Packer game and feel bad about it. Because the Packers ran on the Jets. Very good run defense. 
They ran on the Eagles. They ran on Tennessee Titans, who I think had the has the has had at the time the number one run defense. They ran. Oh, and they ran on Buffalo. Packers are an excellent running team. I don't. I don't get upset about that. Mm-hmm. I don't give it because running is coming back. It's coming back now. These teams that's high up there in their rankings, uh-huh. even some of even some of the ones that's not that high in the rankings, they're running the ball now. You know what I'm saying? Except Tom yeah. Brady, they probably only want to throw the ball 56 times a game, which makes the 40 <laughs> sometimes makes no sense consistently, in my opinion. Because they can't ever all their linemen are hurt. They can't run. They can't run. But the Packers do have a dominant running game. Cowboys up here too. Cowboys got a down there running game. Just don't outcoach yourself, man. Don't outthink yourself in. And um, you're about 14 points, and you still want to just pass, 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 pass. That makes no sense, man. The only thing about that Packer game that gets under my skin is that's going to come back to haunt them. In the, in the seating. When, when in the seating. Because they win that game. They won game away from Philly, played Philadelphia later on this month, tie them, have a better um, division record or whatever it's going to be. Well, y'all ain't winning that Philly game. I'm just saying, though, they at home. Yeah, yeah. y'all ain't winning that Philly game. I, I, if I'm going to buy you a ticket to that, you want me to buy you a ticket to that game? Oh, my am No, no. You know what I'm saying, right? It's easy for you to say they ain't winning that Philly game. Mm-hmm. I think he's gonna play out a little differently than it would have played out. Philly is rolling. Hey, you see AJ Brown got the um general manager fired. Yo, that dude. Why wouldn't they give him his money? This is why. Quarterback sucks. No. I know that I know uh this guy got a backloaded contract, the quarterback. Um, then King Henry. I don't know what his contract status is. It is. It is. They figured that they could replace him. Um, and they thought Traylon Burks was a younger version, you know, but he can't even stay healthy. So. Yeah. Hey, they fired the GM right away. Yeah. I saw a clip of their coach when they were in the green room and they traded AJ Brown. Uh the coach got up and walked away, came back and looked like, what the hell we doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, Philadelphia made some hella moves this year, man. Bro, I forgot they had Indominus Sue. Remember last week when yeah, I said mentioned about uh, Robert Quinn? I forgot, I forgot they yep. did that dude. They, the Philadelphia, yeah, they, yeah, they, all the way around the bar, they stacked. Yeah, they might be, they might be the most complete team in the NFL. Offense and defense. Not saying that they're the best, but they might be the most complete. With but offense, defense, pass, run, you know, being able to do multiple things, you know. Keep in mind, though, and I, of course I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Cowboy homer, keep in mind, they did beat the Cowboys. And we didn't Cooper have Russ. our start. We didn't have our – had Cooper Russ, didn't have our starting lap tackle, didn't have one of our starting receivers. And it was in Philadelphia. Since then, the Cowboys, we're not going to say since then, though. The Cowboys' run defense mm-hmm. has improved after that Packer game. <laughs> after that Packer game, the Cowboys' run defense has improved like the last three or four games. 
where they give it up, I think, less than 100 yards a game. They got to keep that momentum. But the issue, the issue is that 11th man playing for Philly, what you going to do with the quarterback? That's, that's the thing about it, man. That's the thing. He showed, he showed that he can throw the ball this weekend, too, man. Yeah. He ain't Justin Fields out there. He can throw the right. ball, and if you try to play play the pass, then this dude's out out there. So that that's the problem with guys like him and Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, dudes who can, you know, hey. It, it, yeah, Patrick Patrick is not Lamar. Jackson. Not as much. He's not as much. No, no. I'm just saying, but he can't run. I'm just saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, Josh Allen's a runner. You know, it's when you have that dude. Like the Packers got caught up in that Philly thing. They had to put Quay Walker on on Hurts to spy, and then that leaves a hole right there. You know, that leaves a blue day. I mean, they they they're getting everybody like that. Yeah, they they're getting everybody like that. Um, I think they ran the ball 11, 12, 12 times on the Cowboys. Dude, and then you know, and go down and score. You know what I'm saying? Eleven straight times, couldn't get off the field. Um, but again. Cowboys scoring points now. They were only averaging 20 points a game with Cooper Rush, 19 points a game. They scoring points now. Yeah. Since Dak Van back, they're averaging 38, 39 points a game. We'll see. It's gonna be good playoffs. I can watch it stress-free. You know, I get to I, I get to be the guy sitting in the seat texting everybody when they team lose, making fun of y'all. Y'all, <laughs> y'all still in the hunt though. Y'all still in the hunt. Yeah, whatever. They got well, like check a, it out, though. 11% chance. I'm working out the other day. Uh, and I had the NFL Network on. Oh, and I then after, going. after this, we're going to conclude this. And at the bottom of the news feed, it had the four once Rogers back next year. So many words. I'm here. Yeah, LaFleur. LaFleur. Yeah, LaFleur. Okay. So but what's up with that, man? So here, I'm going to tell you what I tell, what I tell other Packer fans. They got it was basically when he said that they don't play this week, but they got five more games after that, four more games after that. So you got five weeks left in the season. Aaron Rodgers got his own show on Tuesdays. Right. You think LaFleur gonna come out and say, no, I don't think we're gonna have to decide what we're gonna do at the end of the season. LaFleur can't come out and say that. He can't, they're still in the hunt technically. Plus, they don't want to lose the rest of the team, they don't want other guys quitting on them saying the season's lost, you know, or whatever. They don't want Aaron Rodgers to become a distraction. Because you could could you imagine if LaFleur didn't endorse him and the next five weeks this dude's on Pat McAfee crying? Like, he already went behind their back and declared himself ready to play before they even did. Well, let him, let him cry, though. So what? Yeah, That's but, that, that, but he's, he, he'll kill the locker room. You see what he did to the receivers at the beginning of the year? Right. With that bullshit? So you have to say that. And I knew you were going to bring this up. I saw that too, man. I said, wow. So I want you to read this. Listen to the man who counts, the man who pulls the levers that make the decision. Well, when asked about Aaron Rodgers being on the team next year, do you want him back? This is how he answers the question. Well, certainly that's an off-season kind of of decision, but surely, yeah. I mean, we want all our guys back. But that's, you know, that's something that's really important to us. But We've talked about it in the past. This is something we'll sit down with them after the season, and it'll be something that we do together and move forward that way. That was the general manager. Does that sound like a ring endorsement? 
No, that's being we'll talk. That means to me, we we put in the cart in the same interview. He they ask about Jordan Love and how are you going to extend before it's, you know offer them the fifth year option, rookie option, fifth year rookie option on a rookie contract. Do you need to see him this year to make that decision? He says that he's seen enough from Jordan Love when it comes to his fifth year option. And he believes Jordan Love is a starting quarterback in the NFL. There you go. He's basically telling you without telling you, we're extending Jordan Love. We're going to sit down with Aaron Rodgers. We're going to figure a way out of this. The cap goes up another $12 million. Right. Remember what I was telling you before? That $40 million is like you're almost paying Jordan Love $40 million when you trade Rodgers or Rodgers retired. That cap hit. That's just like your quarterback making $40 million, a $40 million hit because Love is still on his rookie deal. I think Love comes like $1 million or two million at the most against the cap next year. There you go. All right. All right, man. Time will tell, man. Um, I still think he's been just politically correct, straight on the fence. What you just said about the GM. Yeah. And I guess what he it's what he's supposed to do, so to speak. Yeah, that's what you're you supposed to do. You can't say, hey, we want this dude out at the end with the year cup. You can't do that, especially with a dude who got his own show, who cries and makes a stink, you know, pouts and shit every week. Yeah, you can't you can't do that. Actors still in the hunt, though. They still in the hunt. Let me tell you what's going to happen. They're going to win all these games, right? They're going to beat the Vikings the second to the last game. Everybody, ah, and they're going to lose the last game to the Lions, be out of the playoff. This is what's going to happen. This is the Packers. This is what they do. All right, yep. all right man. It's all right. Real. It's been real. We'll see you guys next time. And be 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 easy on those Christmas lights, everybody. Generate next. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, y'all. Peace.